This is what renting furniture with Feather looks like. Pieces that fit your style and your space and cost less than your monthly phone bill. Oh, and did we mention delivery and assembly included? Feather. Start renting at livefeather.com. Hello and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here and on the podcast this week uh, we've got Rob Fletcher. Hello. We've got Richard Hobbs. Hello everyone. And we've got Roy Hoops. Hello. Raining in the hoops. <laughs> Raining, so I'm going to think of something like that. All the R's apart from the D mm-hmm. yeah. this week. R and D. There's something in that isn't there? <laughs> um, Now on Saturday we had the draw against Ipswich which we'll talk about in a second and the uh, game against Wigan on the weekend. Uh, but firstly Wolves Fancast Player of the Season. Award shortlist has been released. The Ballon d'Or of Wolves <laughs> Awards, a big one. Would you call it the pinnacle? It is. Yeah. I think every every Wolves yeah. player wants to win yeah. this one. Like they come to the club, they get told about who we are, they hear about the award, they think, yeah, that's the one. That's that's the clincher on the contract. You know, yeah. that that's what wins the handshake. Yeah, get exactly. Here. I know mean, Kuzak's there right now, thinking of winning all these trophies, <laughs> but it's just the one that slipped away. Do you reckon they? Ask for a win bonus if they win the Fancast Player of the Season written into the contract. I will be disappointed if they don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's going to be something. I bet you're there. You know, when, when they wait for us to turn up the training ground, that they're really. Oh, gosh, I'm just too nervous, lads. This is just too nervous. <laughs> I'd like to know whether, if all the past winners somewhere buried in the back of their wardrobe has still got the t shirt, the, the coveted Fancast t shirt. It wouldn't be, it be on the. Framed, framed on the wall. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, They all collect, you know, the shirts of, you know, Opponents and stuff like that. That'll be like next to them, won't yeah. it? Yeah, you'd, I'm surprised no one's asked to sign it for them, to be honest. Oh, yeah, that's, exactly. that's quite a shocker, really. I think but. we should just take the unprecedented instead of signing it before we <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to sign? Do you want to sign? I've got a pen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt Jarvis, Stephen Fletcher, Bakary Sacco, and Scott Goldborn have been previous winners. Uh, the shortlist this year is Benicophobi, Nua Dicko, uh, Dominic Ayorf, uh, Bakary Sacco, and Richard Stearman. Steers, just the five of them this year. Um, let's talk about who could win. Unfortunately, there's five, four of us, so one person is going to get missed out. Um, who wants to start? Who wants to uh, throw their person in the hat? If I, there was a hat in the middle and you were throwing your name in there. I will go first. Rob Fletcher, you may go first. I have gone for Richard Stearman. He's, he's not been the best the last few games, I think it's fair yeah. to say. He's had a couple of iffy games, but in terms of the whole season, I think he's been one of the well, the standout player mm. for me, the most consistent player uh, in the side. I mean, he, he dealt with a bit of disappointment earlier on in the season where he was dropped for a few mm. games in and out of the team a bit, but I think the way he's he's fought back and established himself in the heart of our defence is, is quite remarkable, really. Mm. Um, I've never been Stearman's biggest fan, to be honest, for, since he joined the club. I've always thought it was a little bit weak on the ball, mm. sometimes a little bit... Bambi-ish yeah. at the back when he runs with runs That's going it. forward. But this year he seems to have come on leaps and bounds. And he seems to be a lot more comfortable dribbling the ball out of defence. His distribution's got better. He seems to have got quicker. He's better in the air. And well, for me, he's our, he's our best central defender mm. and probably our best defender overall as well. He's, he's an early candidate to win just the club main awards anyway, mm. isn't he? And I think there's not many people who, would, who wouldn't say Steve's name. 
yeah. in general. Obviously, we'll go into that when we carry on. <laughs> but, but yeah, he has been the kind of outstanding player this yeah. season. Absolutely. And it's odd to think that, like you said, that he was dropped for that mm. period of time. Yeah. And now you look at the defence now and you think, how was he ever dropped in the first place? And obviously, he's got the lovely Miami voice hair, which oh, is yeah. fantastic. Um, Richard, you've yeah. got one. Controversial I, one. I know. I didn't realise. <laughs> Richard Seaman. Yeah, I didn't realise how controversial this was. But I went for Nuadico purely because I, you know, I think he's probably actually been our most consistent player. He's, I think, for me, you've seen the impact he has not when he's just been playing, but when he wasn't playing. So when we yeah. went through that terrible November, he didn't play in any of those games. I don't think, and you know, you could really see the impact. Um, you know, it was felt when he wasn't in the mm. team. Um, and I think Saturday just epitomised, I will go on to Saturday's game, mm. but I just think his, his performance completely epitomised, mm. you know. Um, it's his pace and urgency, isn't it? Yeah, I think he brings the You team. know, the team looks sluggish, um, I say we'll go on to it, but his drive was probably one of the only good things in the mm. first half of Wolves, and, you know, he, he drags us kicking and screaming, and I think. I was a bit worried how he'd get on when Benekafobe came to the club and mm. seeing if they could play together, but he seems to have pushed on mm. as well with him in the team. Uh, little stat on Dicko that Wolves Babble gave us on Twitter. Um, in the Championship games this season when Dicko hasn't played a part, Wolves have just won one out of nine. Yeah. See, so, yeah, the stats literally don't lie mm. there. Um, I was a bit sceptical with Dicko at the start of the season. I didn't know whether he would make the step up to the Championship. And he's kind of proven, well, yeah. proven me wrong, mm. clearly. Um, Rye, rain in some um, I, appreciation for your player. Yeah, okay, well, um, a friend of Nua's, and um, they were kind of the, the double act before Bennett came over and took over the limelight. Um, Bakri, uh, Mr Sacco, um, yeah, in, in terms of, we were talking about the previous game, probably not the best example to come on board today, because he didn't have the best, I think, last week um, against Ipswich. But in, in terms of Sacco, and it's not a sentimental vote because I think we think he may be leaving, but if you look over the course of the season, um, he's always been selected um, as opposed to Van Lepar and Henry who have kind of been alternated a lot. Um, I think with, with Bakri, even perhaps if he's not in the game, he'll get you a goal. His assist record's very good. And I think, as I say, with, with Bennett coming in, um, the, the three of them, including uh, Nura as well, um, that I think they've formed a good partnership. So I think the two players we've mentioned certainly are probably favourites for the um, the award. But I think Sacco, it's um, I, I wouldn't look too past him and his goal scoring record this 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 year, and it's probably easily uh, forgotten. But over the course of a season, which is is what it it would be judged on, I think certainly. I mean, if if we had this conversation, Benick would it was at the start. I think we'd all be having a different conversation. Mm-hmm. But um, if we take it over a course of a season, then I think Sacco certainly is, is in with a shout. We see highest goal scorer for Wolves now for the last three seasons, for the, probably the time he's all been here. He even went to um, the African Cup of Nations and, still, and still came yeah. back yeah. and did well. So he's had, a major, he's had a major international tournament in between his season and still come back and performed at mm. a good level. He's still a bit more isn't he, I think, with fans. I was speaking to my yeah. dad the other day, he was just saying he just doesn't rate him at all, mm. despite all those goals. But he's just like, I just can't. Not standing, we just didn't see how why he's so good, and I still get that with people that it is literally like, oh, I don't really know, or he's amazing. And I think with, with Sacco as well, if he it does look like he is going to be off at the end of the season, you've got to give him his due for 
carrying on performing the way he does mm. as well. But at the same time, to keep performing the way he does almost week in, week mm. out is quite remarkable, really. And he didn't get a move when we went down initially. He played in League One, which you could argue was probably below... Yeah, really he, below he, his he level. Could, he could have pushed for the move. Yeah. I know, sort yeah. of the adverse games where he sort of sat out, but yeah. he didn't sort of make a save actually putting in a transfer request or anything. Yeah. He did sort of stay loyal to the club. You got to respect that. Now we'll be honest. If winning this award means he will sign a new contract, let's just well, forget everyone else. Yes. <laughs> Give him the shirt for the second time. There you go. I've got mate. no problem. I've got no problem rubbishing my ballot. For yeah. this. <laughs> um, the person I'm going to go for is Dominic Iorfa. Um, I think I did an interview with um, We Are Going Up podcast back in I think in January and for such a young player I think he's what only 18, 19 I offer he came out of nowhere he had a great um, low spells at um, Shrewsbury was it Gillingham as well he was at the low that was horse he was at Shrewsbury and he played for the England under 20s as well but he he came to the team in a game against Bournemouth which we were in a rut Bournemouth were high flying and he Probably the man of the match in the mm-hmm. game, and throughout he's never dipped in form. You can see he's a type of player who is epitomising this probably new style of football that we're trying to bring in. He's very good on the ball. He can get past people. He can. He's easily getting the ball off um, attackers who are so far experienced than him. And him going forward as well, he seems to link up well on that wing. And he's probably one of the most impressive young debuts I've seen in a Wolves player for years. Yeah. Um, and I don't think uh, I know that people like Stearman and, and Dicko have perform so well this season and Oyofa will probably win the Young Player of the Season award but I think it shouldn't be underestimated the impact he's had on that defence because he's on the sheet every week mm. now you, yeah. if he's not on the team you know, people has, complain that he's yeah, not in the team yeah exactly. he has pretty much pushed Doherty out of the first team mm. now hasn't he mm. you know. so there are four obviously there's been a Cafobe you know 31 it's goals this, done, in all competitions yeah. <laughs> not really I mean um, but you can vote for him as well so go to our website wallsfancast.com where there's details of how you can vote for our uh, player of the season award which will last for a couple of weeks until we decide just to close it off because that's enough and and then that person will get the coveted t-shirt lucky devil yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> lucky I want one of those but, um, yeah. you know I can't not like you order them yeah. <laughs> just you order, can, order can, one myself especially yeah. you can't just click you know the plus on the quantity to make it two could you you know do you like a favourite pundit award <laughs> yeah. in the same vote oh you shouldn't have <laughs> oh. I remember, who do I vote for yeah. Yeah. I remember I think it was a couple of years ago um, and I'd got on Gone on honeymoon, and some of the lads obviously took over the account. And one of them did on Twitter, uh, "Let's do a poll. Who's your favourite podcaster person?" <laughs> Only five people voted in the world. I think Regan won, or something like that. Because Regan voted five. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, maybe we'll do that. Favourite podcaster, hashtag favourite fancaster, something like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. going to cause controversy and a lot of fights. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> On Saturday, it was the game deemed to define this season that whether Wolves would make it into the playoffs. And of course, it would be against Mick McCarthy, Zipswich, and a lunchtime kickoff and a sunny lunchtime at Molyneux in front of the Sky Cameras. Wolves needed to give everything. Wolves needed to attack from the start and get this win against a very tough tackling, hard to beat Ipswich side. In the end, it was a very cagey, stressful. One or draw. Uh, Stearman with an own goal in the first half. Benikafobi levelled things at the start of the second half, but there was just not enough from Wolves to get that killer goal to get Wolves to three points and put them back firmly in the playoff race. Uh, disappointing lunchtime, gentlemen. Uh, what did we initially make of the game? 
on Saturday? I thought it was a really poor game of football. I'm trying to work out how many worst games I've actually watched down Molyneux this season. The only ones coming is Charlton at home and Blues at home in terms of the quality of... You know, Ipswich came for, uh, for a draw. They came with a game plan to stifle Wolves and it worked, but it did just kill the game, to be honest. Mm. Um, you know, Neither team could really put three passes together. I think possibly if we'd have Price in the midfield, mm. you could argue that... Um, you know, we'd have been able to keep the ball a bit more, but I uh, just thought it was a bit of a drab game, to mm. be honest. Um, and annoyingly, Christoph Berra played really well. Um, you have to give Berra his shoes, though, because yeah. he was probably, he, he got man of the match, and he did probably deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, yeah. he really kept Dicko out of the game. Mm. There were yeah. so many times that Dicko could have probably quite easily, mm. with, with any other defender, would have been easy on goal. And Berra, just right at that last moment, just... Cut him out straight. It's the sort of thing where you've given away a penalty if he's in a Wolves shirt, wouldn't yeah. you? <laughs> sent off or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Ipswich, they were really hard to beat. Mm. They were really hard to close down. Just couldn't. There was nothing in that final third force. Yeah, I think like like um, like you said, it, they came with their game plan. It worked exactly as they wanted it to. I mean, you you looked at their players' reactions at the end of the game. They were ce- almost celebrating like they'd won mm. the game because they realised like exactly. Yeah, yeah. so the players sink to the ground, heads in their hands, knowing that that was probably it, mm. barring a miracle, the last couple of games. Um, but I mean, we know what to expect from Mick McCarthy's side. If mm. that had been the other way around and we'd yeah. really have Mick McCarthy in charge and gone away to a team that was chasing it for the playoffs and we got a draw, we'd have been delighted with yeah, it. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to give the you know, credit where it's due. They, they did their job very well and made it very difficult for us. Did both teams seem too kind of nervy? Like It was almost like they just didn't want to throw that extra man because in yeah. case something happened. I think so. I think... One of the sort of uh, frustrations I had certainly um, watching the game was the ball didn't seem to go forward quick enough, and whether or not that's and from a Wolves perspective, whether or not that's down to the fact that they are cagey, they know there's so much at stake, and perhaps you don't play with the freedom that you would if there wasn't so much rising on the game. Mm-hmm. But certainly, I don't think the ball was going um, forward enough. I think, as you say, um, Mick organised the team well. Obviously, it's a very, a very different side to the one he had um, in terms of the, the, the Wolves players, but he will still know them well. Um, and I think some of our key players were, were taken out. Um, I think McDonald was trying to pull the strings in, in centre midfield. It wasn't really working for him. Mm. Uh, Bennett was looking for that, that free ball from, from him, which has worked on a few occasions. Um, but we didn't have too many clear-cut chances, as you, as you would probably expect. Mm. We were very unfortunate to, to, to go a goal down, and, and particularly with the circumstances around the goal. Um, and I think we went in at half-time, and I think everybody was still optimistic, but it never really happened. I mean, I don't think you can really claim the McDonald half-shot, half-pass at the end with Dickow narrowly missing out as a no. chance. So You would have claimed it as a cross, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I, mean, I think so. Only well, both teams only had one shot on target throughout the whole mm. game. I yeah. think that, that speaks volumes, doesn't it? Mm. You know, we didn't test their keeper enough to get a win. We didn't mm. seem. To, something I noticed in the second half, we just didn't seem to throw enough people forward. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost ditto, yeah. and that was it. I mean, a phobie for me, apart from obviously a goal, was he, completely anonymous. He had a really great game. Quiet, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he almost sort of dropped <clears> too deep <throat> um, to try and pick up the ball, and it sort of took away from his um, game somewhat. I think they, they did very well to nullify mm. Saka as well. Mm. You know, he had yeah. a really quiet game. And I think 
he did play poor himself, but I think that was probably to do with how it switched set yeah. up to yeah. nullify him as well. Absolutely. It was almost like Wolves's uh, first touch in the second half it was too hard. Yeah. They just kept every time they got the ball, it almost like they were passing it in front of them too yeah. much. Um, Sacco, did anyone notice the lovely open shirt look he was going for? Yeah. With his shirt? I don't, know if, the yeah. I don't know if he did it as you know some fan ran off the pitch suck <laughs> <Yeah>. up <laughs> he also um, managed to fall over his own feet in the second yeah. half by doing too many step overs yeah. which was look, hilarious he looked like a French gent with that rip, ripped open shirt <laughs> it's to see. Um, let's talk about the goals first goal obviously from Ipswich um, the own goal there was, I don't think there was much Stephen could have done with that it wasn't a purple you know it wasn't a stupid own no. goal he went to edit and it just hit his head instead. I, th- I think the corner leading up to that could have possibly been prevented. Mm. Um, I think it was Goldborn who conceded the corner, but it was it was almost a very slow ball across to him, and he's he could have booted out for a throw, in mm. my opinion. He's let it deflect off his foot out for a corner. So I mean, if, ifs and buts, you know, yeah, yeah. that didn't happen. But in terms of defending the goal, it was very unlucky. And Benny Fobe's gone in the second half. Good control of his body to to swing yeah. round now because mm-hmm. when Van der ran in. And he went to size with the shot. I thought, oh, this isn't going anywhere, is it? And it was almost obviously pure luck that, but it's good body control by Fobi can to put it in the corner. But I don't think we took advantage of that. I mean, perfect start to the second half. I think, oh, yeah. you know, was it 50 minutes we, mm, we got yeah. the goal back? So we had so much of the I mean, game Dick left. Dick had to play. a chance, didn't he, before mm. that from a mm. free header at the far post, which he should have done better by. You know, he yes. came out of a block yeah. storm. Yeah. Mm. He did, like you say, he was the one at the, the far the far post, and he missed. And then you think, well, we, it's one each, and it's the impetus is then going to us. And I think you're never concerned when you get back into the game. But I think the concern really was, well, well, I looked at the bench, and I didn't know who would change the game. Yeah. To be honest, mm-hmm. in, in in fairness to, to, to Kenny Jacket, without going too far off the subject, that's that's something he needs to, I think, look at in the summer. But so I think he he had faith in the players on the pitch. To take the, the chances, but it, it never it never really materialised mm. as as you would expect in such a, a big game. And I think to to a degree, a, a point was never going to be great for us. So the, the, there's an argument that we should have perhaps gone more gung ho at the risk of conceding, uh, because ultimately there was so much at stake. Well, it's the second time in three games that he's only made one sub. He brought obviously Henry on for Van der Parra. You are right. There was literally no one you could. You could have put Kevin Doyle on in that yeah. game. No. Yeah. The only person yeah. I could think of was Jacobs, and maybe yeah. taking yeah. Edwards off mm. and putting mm. him in. But yeah. but that is a good point in the sense of that has shown you the lack of depth we've got. Now yeah. there's not like when Ipswich had Chris Wood to bring on. He's mm. that typical kind of tall, mm-hmm. powerful striker that you'd want to maybe. And he nearly scored, didn't he? In, yeah. in that, yeah. that breakaway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. It, it, ugh. Hmm. Is the word I'll yeah. use. I mean, it's like if you'd have taken off, I don't know, Sacco um, for Edwards, which I just sort of thought would have been um, a probably good sub because he was sort of being nullified. At the same time, if you got Sacco on the pitch, you know that he could make something out yeah. of nothing. And it's always, you know, it must be quite a conundrum for him. Who else was frustrated but thought kind of, oh, I can see what they were trying to do there by the free kick near the end of the game? Oh, we tried, hmm. tried to pass it to Edwards. I think he tried to pass on. it under yeah. the wall, yeah. didn't yeah. he? And I thought, oh, okay, this, 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 could, this is, I can see what they're trying to do. But then, like, oh, why don't you just shoot? Your greatest like, weapon yeah. is your feet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you just you, you're hoping, like you say, you could see it was try, trying to perhaps be a little bit too fancy. Where we've seen many times with, with Saka, where he's literally just drilled it low, and you give somebody a chance in, mm. in the box. And I think particularly at that end. 
end of the game, you're expecting a little bit more directness mm-hmm. than perhaps the finesse because we didn't we couldn't afford to, to waste chances at that stage. I think considering how close the free kick was as well, yeah. it's yeah. not like it was mm. from ten, five, ten yards further back <coughs> where you'd probably have a little bit more room mm. to manoeuvre the ball out wide. He was 20 yards out. Mm. You, yeah. you know, there's Good no position. reason you shouldn't be going for goal. And just going back onto the second half and that kind of lack of attacking, if you think about the Leeds game where in the last few minutes mm. we, we'd been pegged back through or we were literally throwing everyone. If you mm. remember Edward's goal, there must have been about four or five plays in that box where Ed was headed. But if you look at the end of that game, even when Dicko had that kind of just missed header from McDonald's it, shot cross, there was probably just him. Yeah, you was. Know, he was in such a game in which we need to throw people forward. It was hard. Yeah. There was it was no, like a different team to the end of that Leeds game. But then it comes back to this bit of, were they so scared, but people so scagey of, oh, if we throw too many people forward here, Ipswich could just counter and get Yeah, I think... Seeing that Ipswich were very much settling for the point, mm. I think it's a point gained almost at that point for mm. us. And we're still in the, you know, if slightly anyway, but we are still in the promotion mix. Um, whereas if we had lost, mm. we'd have been, yeah. you know, we would have been out of it at that point. Twitter still. would have melted down, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Let's talk about someone that uh, Richard was talking about at the start of the podcast, who I thought was my man of the match, Nui Dicko. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Very unlucky not to score, mm. really. Mm. It was just that. That pace, wasn't it? Yeah, it's just his directness, the way he sort of just runs across the line. I mean, he never really looked like scoring a lot. Because, um, mm. I mean, Berry did have a good game and stopped him a few times. But he he ran ragged, especially mm. in the first half. And it did give us that um, push, I think. Mm. Because, you know, we were being a bit slow and lackadaisical in the midfield. And just having his presence up front and knowing that... If a ball goes down a channel, he's going to make that run and he's mm. going to challenge the defender. I think really did push us on. It almost made me feel if Dicker wasn't in the team, it would have felt like games when we had Leon Clark up front. Not to say that Phobia's anywhere near Leon mm. Clark, yeah. but it, it seemed to lack that urgency that at times. Rate, that yeah. pace. We've mm. spoke about this on, a, on plenty of occasions now. His pace will always cause danger. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, if defenders don't really know what to do with him because he's he's quick on the ball and mm. he's got a good shot. He's you know, very, very agile. And when you've got someone like Dicko on the pitch, you know he's never going to stop running. Mm. bit like Andy Keogh, but a lot, <laughs> lot better. <laughs> um, was there anyone else from the game on Saturday that impressed or didn't impress from the Wolves team? I also had a good game. Mm. But, As he always you know, does. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, it's sort of giving sort of standard to say mm. that. Um, Play of the season. <laughs> yeah, so I think Goldborn had a good game as well, actually, mm. again. Um, he's getting back to his best, yeah, isn't he, before he got injured, yeah. definitely. Does anyone else think that he, him getting rid of his kind of high top thing is, is almost like um, he's lost his power in a sense? He hasn't been, <laughs> it's not <laughs> Samson. No. It's, 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 it's like Space Jam when they give their powers away. I watched that the other night. Great film. It's a great film. It's yeah. absolutely Fantastic. great film. Fantastic. Yeah. Massively underrated. I still love the Bill Murray cameo at the end as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it obviously sounds like he's just um, Adlibby, not Adlibby, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he just basically makes what he wants to yeah, say. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. It's about the film. You love it. It's about a great film. Fantastic film. Great yeah. film. Space Jam. Watch yeah. it. Fantastic yeah. film. It's on Netflix or one of them things like that. Yeah. But there are other video services available as well. Good. Yes, well done. <laughs> 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 just loads of media companies writing <laughs> in. I was scared for a second. <laughs> The film girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, Para still question mark. I think over mm. him. I think did... yeah. I think he had a good sort of fifteen minutes in the second mm. half, and he did fairly well for a goal in terms of mm. getting him the position, even though he knew he was never going to score. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, he's still an old one, isn't he? But he just keeps slowing the game down when he's on the mm-hmm. wing. He just gets all stops and he's like, right, I'm going to trick you out of your own game with, <laughs> with the defender. And sometimes it'll work. And it's like, if you just carry on yeah. and go around, run with the ball, you're going to get I don't it understand yeah. how the fast, probably the fastest player in the squad slows the game down. Mm. I just, I can't, you know, work out why he's doing that. Because clearly Jacket and Joe Gann must be saying, you know, as soon as you get the ball, just go down the byline and then, um, you know, open up the pitch. Because but... his crosses can be fantastic. Yeah. Some of the goals he set up for Edwards in particular. Mm. I think I think there's a huge question mark. I, I agree. I think there's his assists, and without looking at the actual stats, I think will um, look quite favourably on him. And as you say, you look at the start of the season against Norwich, and there's many examples of his... Um, is crossing, but yeah, for me, and it's it's a frustration, and, and everybody that sits around um, where I see, he gets the ball, and it's as if he kind of, as if he's going to start a dance, he just mm. literally stands stand still, doesn't push on, as if he's going to have a conversation with his opponents, <laughs> and then he decides yeah. whether or not to take the extra touch inside or outside. Um, so I think it's frustrating, but I, I thought about Van Lepore after the game, and I was talking about Sacco. He was still a contender for the player of the season, by the way. Who um, had a poor <laughs> first season in, in terms of perhaps adjusting to the game. He'd, he'd fade in and out of games under Salbacken in the first season. So perhaps there's hope that Van Lepara will have a better season next mm. season. Mm. Certainly if Sacco is, is to go, as we perhaps expect, then a lot lot will depend on him. But I think the frustration that, that Jacket and, and, and Gallen will surely have is... Um, He'll never, he never plays a full game and that's not down to fitness it's because it's simply not working mm. him and Henry have been alter, alternated far too much for us to believe that he's got full confidence mm. in Van Lepara. Um, but and, and I think yeah the directness you're absolutely right for me is not direct <laughs> enough um, he slows the game down he's got a lot of a lot of pace I don't know if it's a confidence issue and I don't know how long you can actually say it's adjusting to the English game yeah. as such, either, yeah. you know that yeah. can often be an excuse for a player who perhaps is a little bit limited. And not not every winger needs to be the best person at shooting, but I kind of feel like if he if you could somehow ramp up his game of shooting, he could mm. be devastating. Yeah. You yeah. look at the yeah. three goals that he's attributed to. His goal against Fulham was technically an own goal. Mm. The chip yeah. that Fulham player was going to clear that ball off the line if it hadn't hit his leg. Um, the goal against Brighton, which he basically crossed and the goal and stopped mm-hmm. Alpont into his net. Mm-hmm. Um, the Derby one where Grant made a mistake. Mm-hmm. If you, I just really felt, felt, felt really want to turn up to the training ground with a bag of balls and go right, shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah. He's got shoot. eight assists this season, by the way, yeah. Van mm-hmm. which is pretty decent. That's not bad. Yeah, no. Say, no, that's more than I thought. Yeah, when we were talking about crossing, I was thinking this on Saturday. When was the last time Sacco actually completed a good cross? He can't cross. I genuinely no. cannot remember. Mm. I saw Sacco either cross a ball or cross a ball well, which for a winger is kind of quite worrying. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of mm. almost, you sort of forget about. You know. Unless it's gone out of his game completely, because he seems to play more in the middle, doesn't he, now? And he, he, he feeds, it off, to, he feeds yeah. it off to other people to cross. Like he, yeah. Uh, Tommy, uh, I'm sure he was giving the ball a couple of times to Goldboard to, or yeah. McDonald, who was kind of. Was with him on the left hand side to mm. to back it up. Talking about Van der Parra, I do find that um, when he does his step overs really quickly, it is mesmerising. You know how with you get street magicians who they'll get the three cups and the ball mm. and they'll yeah. change it round. <laughs> I literally expect one day I'm Van der Parra having a conversation. He's doing that, going, "Where's yeah. the ball? Where's the ball? Where's the ball? Is it here? Is it here?" Hill? And one day he's just not going to be there. 
And the players were like, what? <laughs> is this your card? What card? It's gold, yeah! With that, I think he almost does his step overs too quick. Because, in a yeah. way, he does so many of them, he does it so quickly, but he doesn't move at the same time. So yeah. It's not adding anything. But yeah, so yeah. I almost yeah. don't have enough time to react before he does nothing again. So it's not like he does the feint, but mm. the player mm. moves, and then he goes. He does the, he does the trick, the player goes, slightly moves, and then he goes, yeah, I'm going to do another five of these. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sacco does do that, but he does do something afterwards. Yeah. So he'll do a couple yeah. and then quickly burst. Yeah. Maybe he's got a step over bonus, or maybe that was written, <laughs> that was perhaps written, written into his contract. Written into his contract. Maybe that's why he was frustrated at that home game uh, recently, where he, he went off because he probably didn't get his quota in. Yeah. He maybe was on forty-eight, and he was after fifty, and Jacket brought him off, and he thought, well, he wasn't going to get paid for that. I don't know. I think he, he's frustrating, um, but we're hopeful that that perhaps he may um, improve next season um, but you know uh, that's certainly an area we've got to look at but you know as, as I mentioned a couple of times um, and whether or not we have a player in the camp you know we mentioned Jacobs earlier who's come back in the fold I mean the very interesting part is we, we talked about Steeman earlier and kind of the resurrection of Steeman where he was out at the side he was alone at Ipswich obviously um, and there's many players we've had who've come out and then come back in the fold so you know, it may be a season next season for Jacobs, for mm. Evans, these yeah. type of mm. players who, right now, they're not player of the month, but they may get an opportunity. Mm. Let's talk quick before to do an end deep switch. Let's talk about uh, Mick McCarthy because there was a few. I saw a few comments on social media for the game talking about how they were really desperate to beat Ipswich because of Mick McCarthy, because of the tactics he brought at Wolves and the style of play he brought mm. at Wolves, and they really didn't like him. And he and he potentially even brought back the downfall of Wolves. Is is all this hate really justified against Mick McCarthy? I can understand people's views. Mm. My view is he brought the, some of the best Wolves memories I've had in my lifetime. Mm. Um, but was he really the, the man who brought Wolves down for two, two or three years no, ago? No, it was Morgan Moxie and Saunders, um, to be perfectly honest. You know, they're the ones who sacked him. You know, you can't... It's not like he walked away when the club, you know, was in a downward spiral. He mm. got sacked from the club, you know... There's no sort of telling what he would have done if he, if you know we'd have kept him to the end of the season or mm. longer. Um, I don't know. I think if he's, a, I did feel it was a bit harsh some of the things because you know as you say we, he got us promoted mm. and we did. It wasn't like we played. I know sorry to be offensive to Stoke fans, but it's not like we played like Stoke when we got promoted as mm. far as I'm aware. Um, even when we were in Premier League, we weren't an awful footballing mm. side, and yeah, we played mm. defensively because we weren't that great. Mm. Um, so I think a lot of the abuse, I think it was, I think a lot of it sort of stemmed down to the fact that, you know, we needed to beat them, and we all, and we just, and everyone knows how Mick McCarthy's going to set up mm. in that game. You know, he's going to frustrate you because he's that sort of manager. I think the only criticism I would have given McCarthy in, in that time was his last season, and he, whether it was the club or whether it was him, and he was too happy and reliant with the current team we had, but mm. he didn't move on. Mm. There were, it was quite obvious that we needed to bring in that quality. And we just, as I, say, I don't know whether the club weren't happy to pay the, the fees or whether he just thought we would just carry on as normal. Mm. But even people like maybe Edwards and such weren't at that standard anymore. If we, we were at a point in the Premier League where we'd been the struggling team, it was now time to, yeah. to kick on. on. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe buying players, the best players at the relegated teams, when you first go up, 
is a good tactic, mm-hmm. but maybe when you're carrying on trying to evolve, to, yeah, isn't I, the best. Yeah, one. I think from where I sit, there, that's what a lot of the criticism was based yeah. around the fact that he should have walked away. Where we scrapped the Blackburn game, we scraped staying up. Yeah, he should have walked away. Probably should have been sacked then. And the fact that he he wasted quite a lot of money on very average players. Mm. Um, at, you know, immediately comes to mind the people like Roger Johnson, mm. who sorry for swearing. Uh, <laughs> O'Hara obviously um, another oh, one didn't really work out these out later <laughs> so. yeah, job here. but um, I, I think because I remember reading some stats before the game and how many players it actually brought in mm. to the club at the oh. time and there was a lot a lot of money wasted mm. um, not necessarily on transfer fees but on wages as well mm. uh, I mean the fact that like, you know, when we had we had to get rid of all these players on big wages mm. Yes, McCarthy got these players in, but it all comes down to the fact that he was allowed to give these players certain mm. wages. So I don't think all the blame can be placed on McCarthy. It has to be go to Morgan and Moxie, who I, I think have learned from the mistakes yeah, now. And yeah. have, you know, they've got a new structure in place, which I think is going to work better for us mm. um, in the long term. So I can't, I, I, he should take some of the blame, but I don't think all the criticism was justified. Yeah. I, I think even in his most successful time with the club, for many people... He's a difficult man to warm to, you know. He's he's, he's very pragmatic, and he's, he's you know he's got a, a typical way about himself. Uh, whereby, I think, even when we were doing particularly well, um, people just really took it difficult to, to warm to him. His whole infamous put a shift in comments post match, mm-hmm. and and the way he plays as well, and the way he carries himself. Um, I think some people just were never going to. Um, Warm to him. I mean, my own personal opinion is, is this: when he came into the club, um, we were really in a, in a bad way. He had to sign a lot of free transfers at the time, and you know, he he, he and Moxie would probably like to take some credit for this. Adopted the young and hungry mm. policy. You know, the likes of Kitely for twenty five grand, Jarvis um, signed from Gillingham. Um, there were a lot of good players that he brought at that time who, who have gone who did very well for him. He put a fantastic partnership in, with Oulumo uh, and, and Blake. So he did make some very good mm. signings. I just think the players in which he signed, they, they ran their course with yeah. him. And mm. they, they, they it's a difficult one, but I think perhaps there, there was um, a loyalty there with Mick and his players, whereby he brought them through um, and he probably wasn't quick enough to, to move mm. them on. Which is what I think Jacket, we, I think we talked about yeah. it on the last podcast, that Jacket... You can tell he he makes decision whether someone's going to make the step up or not, which we've finally seen with Jacobson and Ricketts well, this yeah, season. I was going to say with Ricketts especially because yeah. mm. you know he was quite fundamental to us last season. Captain, yeah, so, yeah. Mm. There's a bigger question with McCarthy, and I've been something on that. Wallspancast.com, just a little plug there. Ipswich then, um, all in all, a disappointing draw because we're not out of the race, which we'll talk about in a week in a second. But it was a, a big dent. It was. Indeed. There we go. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Last bit of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It is the uh, final away game of the season on yeah. Saturday. Away to relegation struggles, Wigan Athletic. If Wolves do beat Wigan um, at the DW Stadium, is it still the DW Stadium? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, the, all these sponsorships, they, they always change it sometimes. <laughs> um, on Saturday, Wolves will relegate uh, Dave, Dave Wheeler. Well, where did that come from? Technically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, Wolves will relegate Wigan on Saturday if they do win. Um, 
Obviously, Wigan uh, beat Brighton the weekend, 2-1. Yeah. Uh, Wolves need to win to keep any playoff dream alive. Uh, Brentford currently above Wolves in 7th with the same point, 72, but on the same goal difference. And Ipswich, 6th with 75. And I believe Ipswich have got Blackburn and Rovers in the last two games, which would be quite tough. Blackburn, Blackburn and, and Rovers. Blackburn, Blackburn and Rovers. <laughs> 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 yeah, Brent- Forest. Yeah, That's who I meant. In my mind, I was thinking Forest. <laughs> Rovers came out. Uh, do we know who Brentford have got in the last games? Before we check all on our phones, or yeah, I'll just check. we've obviously I'll researched this extraordinarily exactly. well. Uh, we, we do a lot of extensive research before recording these yeah. podcasts. That's why we're award winners. <laughs> <laughs> I think in our in our defence only, if perhaps we had a positive result on Saturday, I think we'd probably be more mm. um, scrutinising scrutinising yeah. who, who yeah. we've Redding, got. Yeah, yeah, they've got Reading at home, then Wigan. No, they've got uh, Reading away, then Wigan at home. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it's Wolves against Ipswich, basically, for sixth place. Um, Wigan are going to be fighting for their lives now on Saturday because they could have been relegated at the weekend if they'd lost. There's still a chance they could mm. they could be saved. I think they're five points adrift. Mm, they need to win both games. Yeah. And Similar situation to what we were in. Yeah. Wolves are going to... We're going to turn up in a, a slight part of, the, part of the atmosphere anyway. I believe didn't we were we already relegated from the Premier League when we played Wigan away a few years ago. We saw back and got announced, and people turned yes. up in Viking hats. Yes, we, we were. Yeah. I, re- I remember that game. I think, um, yeah, similar end of season game where the sun shines out because it's isn't it strange at the end of the season you only get a few nice games of weather. So it was, yeah. and you know, we'll, we'll take five out of four and a half thousand fans there. Um, and probably just enjoy the day um, because yeah. it is very, very um, unlikely. I think Wigan, um, I think there's an issue with Rotherham, is there at the moment, with a points yeah. deduction, yeah, which is how around. Yeah. 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 And I think Millwall are picking up form of late, and I think they've got Blackburn tonight, as it is as, as we're recording. Um, so I think. I don't know how to how to call the game. I, I would expect us to win. Actually, mm. all things considered, they're they are a pretty poor side. Mm. Um, they've got a, a new manager, so I think they'll already be looking to, to next season. Mm. Um, but you just know that Wigan are going to win, don't you? Mm. Yeah. You just know yeah. out of all of this, Is they're going to win. Wigan have done um, something a bit stupid on their Player of the Year uh, vote online. Now, if you've Voted for the slightly less mediocre official Wolves player of the year. You'll have, <laughs> you'll have noticed you have to put in your support number in. Wigan don't uh, give you that option, so anyone can vote. So quite a few people have been voting for a certain Leon Clark. Now we wouldn't encourage that. I'm not saying do it. I'm just saying, you know, it's out there. I'm just putting it out there, and I'll tweet a link later. Why am I going to feel that Liam Clark still won't win? Though? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's actually obviously he's, we mentioned this on the podcast this week. He's come back to Wolves now. Although obviously we we, we wouldn't have played against us anyway. Um, who plays for Wigan? I know we've done this uh, earlier on the season. It was um, James McLean. James McLean. Like James Scott McLean. Carson in goal. Yeah. Who? So they haven't even got Andy DeLort now. I was thinking about their, their strikers. Oh, I know we were linked with him. And you think, we are talking about Dicko earlier, who's up for the nomination. We signed Dicko from Wigan. They've had Andy DeLort. We've given Leon Clark. I think we've got probably the better end of the stick there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah looking at the uh, BBC Sports website for Wigan squad. Yeah, DeLort's not on there. Remember Where's he gone? I think um, he's on loan. He's gone back. To yeah. Yeah. Probably. I don't blame him. To yeah. It's not gone well, has it? Yeah. Yeah. But do you remember when um, it was the last day of the transfer window? I think we had just played someone. It, um, it might have ironically been Wigan, I think. Um, 
the last game playing with the transfer window. We didn't sign him because Wigan came in. I oh, know that was it because he was parading around Wigan, wasn't he? On there, yes, yeah, yeah, and the right. game, yeah. And we had agreed a fee for three million. Wow. <laughs> um, but no, that. no wages. They gave him more wages. Do you remember when everyone was kicking off about that? Mm. Yeah. And now you look at it going benicophobic. Well, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You watch a couple of YouTube videos and he got us a new Messi. He <laughs> got us a three million quid on bargain. And now where's he gone? Um, they've got El Hubsy as well, who always thought was a right keeper. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure who plays that show with him and Carson. Um, um, no, they've got... Um, I don't know. Tell us Wigan fans if you're listening for some very strange <laughs> <Yeah>. reason. <laughs> um, they've got Jermaine Pennant. Yeah, he's oh, been doing he's well been for us. Yeah. Yeah. He set two goals um, at the weekend. So he's going to come back and haunt us. Got, have they got, still got Grant Holt in their squad? And uh, went out yes, he's on the squad. Them. He's at Huddersfield for a while, wasn't he? Because yeah. he played with Stearman apart earlier this year. Yeah. Stearman, who has uh, got a lot better since then and is a shoo-in for the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. season. <probably. Yeah. laughs> um, Maguire, is that the same Maguire they've yes. got yes. alone yeah. who we tried to get as yeah. well? Yeah. yeah. Oh, all the pieces are fitting yeah. into place for this one, isn't <laughs> Let's it? have a look at what you could have won. <laughs> yeah. uh, McLean, who isn't on the sheet. Oh, McLean, yeah, the midfielder, is their top scorer with six goals. As I say, they're 23rd second from bottom uh, with 39 points. Oh, this is going to be interesting, isn't it, the weekend? Mm. Really interesting. Um, I say, even if Wolves win and it's a nice day out, it depends on all the other results. Mm. Could you imagine, could you imagine if come... Five o'clock on Saturday, Wolves win and somehow Ipswich and Brentford lose. Ipswich have lost, Brentford have drawn. Let's mm. say just to give it a bit more reality, yeah. um, and it goes down to goal difference. I know Ipswich's goal difference is significantly better by seven goals. But if we win five nil, who's to say? But it will be it will be a tenuous last day. Mm. It will be like oh. I love games like that. Yeah. I don't know. I hate games like that. <laughs> yeah. What am I saying? I, I like I like watching them when they're not involved yeah, in Wolves. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the fear is the last game is when you hear those false reports. I always have it's somebody hilarious. behind me who's 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 got his um wireless. He's got his uh, iPhone attached, and then there's a roar, and then there's a fake roar, or someone's just been particularly annoying. <laughs> it was, who, it, yeah. it was a post Derby yeah. podcast. Ben was talking about mm. that. Where all of a sudden you see this one go. What for the Lucy? Attack! I would love to if, if I was in like uh, and it was went to a game that's let's say it was between uh, Minsborough and Bournemouth for uh, top six. I'd love just to turn up to maybe Bournemouth, not be a fan, and just keep going. Minsborough losing. Just <laughs> make up just to see what the ground reacts. Should we do just go to like Brentford's last game or yeah. something? Just in full, you know. Maybe we can Wolves have scored. Come on, yeah. Wolves. <laughs> uh, you don't, don't worry, Wolves are losing. You can just take it easy now, boys. <laughs> what, Wolves are losing 6 now? Yeah, 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 it's fine. Just go home. It's fine. Um, earlier on the season, was it 2 2 against yeah. Wigan? Yeah. And we were lied. Oh, who? Oh. Who scored? This is how much research we do. I know podcast. that it was some really bad defending. Mm. Which one was a penalty? I seem to remember Carson down in front of the South Bank. We should know this. Why Probably totally wrong. I usually have gone, but I, I cannot remember. Let's yeah. find well, it because we're just padding this out now. We should have won that game, I remember. Yeah. I we, were, we were losing uh-huh. twice, was that right? And then we got back to 2 1 1 2. David two. was scored a header, I believe, uh-huh. from a VIP no. cross, if I'm not mistaken. I'm expecting someone to go, you are mistaken. I know, Edwards did score. Yes, and Bakary Sacco scored a yeah. lovely um, goal from a corner. It was all yeah. set up. Yeah. 
Because then oh, we, yeah, we literally right, conceded yeah. like um, a minute after we scored, didn't we? Yes. Um, Fortune. Is it Fortune? Yeah. Oh, Third scored, then yeah. Fortune scored. Right yeah. at the death of uh, half time, he scored as well. So, uh, yeah, and that's when um, Uwe Rosler, who was like this great manager, God, yeah. Yeah, was in charge. Yeah. And look how. The, but looking at Wigan, look how they have fallen since McMartin is. As, Hmm. Has gone FA Cup winners. Okay, they got relegated, mm-hmm. but people were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna, you know, they're a people's team." Look at that. And last season in the playoffs, probably should have beaten QPR. Well, mm-hmm. You know, it's the best night out in the world. So yeah, yeah. Again, <laughs> I like how we just looked for his empty chair. <laughs> yeah. this, this is, this is Ben's approval. chair. So yeah. Ben, if you're listening, we're paying homage to you. Unless there's a ghost of Ben there right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of stuff coming from Ben tonight. Um, let's so big game of the weekend <laughs> once again. Let's do some uh, fancast predictions as you are feeling right now on this Tuesday. Lovely, uh, crisp, sunny evening. Crisp. It's a crisp. Crisp. crisp weather, yeah. Yeah, it's a lovely word to say. <laughs> crisp. Um, Rye, raining uh, a score for us. Okay, I'm raining one in now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with, I'll, I'll be positive, let's be positive. Um, we'll try and get that 6 7 goal sw- swing <laughs> on our way. Um, End of the season, yeah. Yeah. We'll go with let's go with a four nil win to Wolves. Um, I go with the scorers. I go with a phobia couple, Sacco, and let's hope. You know what? Let's pray for Kevin McDonald to get a goal this season. Maybe he can get one. So um, yeah, let's go with that four nil Wolves. Why not four nil away? Richard Hobbs. I've never been to an away game where I've seen Wolves win. And I'm going on Saturday. Let me try and give me a ticket. I should have started off slowly. The curse begins. on about eight or nine now, which you know, two nil Wolves. I think will break my curse. Two nil Wolves. Rob Fletcher. What is what thoughts are being processed in your mind right now? What I'm for dinner. I will go with a conservative two one to Wolves. Two one to Wolves. I'm I'm. I don't know if I'm. No, I'm going for a one one on Saturday. I think it's going to be the typical. Oh, we should have beaten these, and then we don't. And then results will go for us. Yeah, exactly. But we'll still relegate them. So you know, as long as you relegate them, we do it. Then everyone can have a lovely night out in Wigan. Yeah. Yeah. Ben yeah. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting on Saturday and we'll see what happens. Remember, you can vote for our Wolves Fancast player of the season. We'll go to wolvesfancast.com. So Do you not see Terry Connor's clipboard on Saturday, by the way? Yeah, I think I caught a glimpse of it. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I saw a flash, a glimpse of it at one point. There should have been a feature on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice Welcome back. Where are we now? <laughs> Flashback. <laughs> Remembering um, Terry Connor's clipboard's best moments <laughs> through the years. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was say Terry Connor's clipboard, this is your life. <laughs> <laughs> there should have been a, if Sky still did the uh, player cam, should have been clipboard cam. <laughs> just uh, follow it round. That pen moving is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look at that. Oh, always using the HB. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's a sharpie now. Look at that. Um, so that's where we'll leave this week's Wolves Fancast. So thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creators as well. If you're looking for a new website, as well as web design, logos, marketing and branding needs, check them out at operacreative.com. Follow us on Twitter at WWFC Fancast, Facebook Wolves Football Fancast, and check out our latest blogs, match reports and opinion pieces at WolvesFancast.com and we'll be back next week to review the place where the greatest night out in the UK is, <laughs> Wigan away. Will the playoff dream be officially over or will, frustratingly, Wolves keep you just on the edge, just on the edge of hope and they might just throw it away. Uh, but for this week, it's bye from Rye. Goodbye.
Bye from Richard. Goodbye, everyone. Bye from Rob. Bye, everyone. And it's bye from me. See you next week. podcast pet parents you've got plenty to do and don't need more to worry about especially when it comes to pets so try wonderside a spray that kills and repels 100 of fleas and ticks and replaces spot drops or pills which have nasty ingredients because it's plant-based it's safe around kids and can be used on dogs and cats of all ages oh and it smells amazing Try it for 20% off at wonderside.com slash podcast with coupon code podcast. That's Wonderside with a C.